Hello, friends, and welcome to the Moonlit Mind podcast. I'm your host, Anna, and I just wanted to take a moment to welcome you back to this conversation, to this space uh, where we will be speaking about the current astrological energies. And yeah, there is um, a lot that's coming up right now for many of us, uh, myself included. Um, I would say as of right now, or I'm recording on September 20th, um, but for the past probably three to five days, I have personally been feeling a lot of intensity, um, a lot of emotions um, coming to the surface. And, you know, I follow the astrology, um, but it was it was challenging for me to really pinpoint um, what exactly was going on. And, you know, there's always multitude of factors, of course. It's not always astrology. Um, you know, there's personal situations, um, life circumstance, um, personal stressors, you know, all those things. Um, but, you know, I just talked with a few near and dear, uh, sensitive, you know, empathic souls. And definitely I felt like we all were feeling a lot of, and have been feeling a lot of intensity and deep, deep core wounding activation, purging of emotions. Um, so if you're feeling that definitely know that you're not alone. Um, we have, you know, we just had that mercury retrograde, uh, Mercury went to dra- direct on the 15th, um, but now we're in its shadow period up until the 30th. But that felt extra intense just with all the other planets in retrograde motion. Um, I don't know. There was just a lot of deep energies around that. Um, we've also had the transit of Neptune opposite the sun in Virgo. Neptune and Pisces opposite the Virgo sun and you know that's brought a lot of energy around escapism um, addictions um, that really Neptunian like wanting to just totally disassociate from this reality escape into our substances Um, and I've witnessed that firsthand with you know some um, near people in my reality right now. And, um, it's been very challenging, you know, um, substance use is such a common thing. It's such a common experience in our culture. Um, it's such an easy go-to, um, you know, and I have struggled with various addictions in terms of um, non-substances, um, you know, so I can always relate in terms of, you know, having struggles with addictions, but I've never, you know, alcohol and drugs was never personally my specific vice, um, but I've just observed so many people, um, you know, close to me, friends, family, roommates, and it's just, it's just so much um, in our culture that, you know, these energies of, you know, alcohol and escaping into that reality is, is, is just so prevalent. Um, so that's definitely been a thing as well. I feel like with that Mercury retrograde, we had a lot of 
a lot of things that were shifting and not going right and not going smoothly. Um, you know, in my town, we had like the power go out in our whole town for like a few hours. And then like we had, we lost Wi-Fi for like another day. And it, it was just like, what is going on? Like, you know, I know Mercury retrograde energy can be, you know, things like that happen, but it was just like another level of things going awry, um, which I think triggered many of us um, and, you know, really tested us and asked us like, you know, are we going to spiral? Are we going to, you know, placate into that um, escapism behavior or, or even that like negative self-critical loop? that isn't also an addiction, I believe, um, you know, because we can feel so just fixated on this, like, self-consuming, self-berating narrative that, like, we just can't shift out of it. Like, it's just all-consuming in our mind and in our reality and that to me is also very addictive um so that's definitely I think been coming up as well and then you know just kind of looking deeper into the astrology I you know was hearing more and more and just reading more and more about this Pluto squaring the north node in Aries so Pluto is retrograde and it's in the sign of Capricorn. Um, it's been in Capricorn for a really long time. And I can personally attest to that energy um, because it's opposite. Pluto has been opposite my son in Cancer. So that has been super fun. Um, basically just a giant death cycle. <laughs> um, power, you know, disempowerment uh deep deep transformation but facing a lot of lot of deep pain and fears in yourself um but collectively pluto um you know it's moving into aquarius and but not until january of next year like good god could it come sooner please um but pluto in capricorn has been square to the north node in aries so I feel like the Plutonian vibes are so intense right now. Um, I'm feeling that and then that Neptunian just wanting to like drown ourselves in our emotions. Our emotions are like super on the surface right now also. Um, like that deep grief and crying at the drop of a hat. Like these past few days, I think I was, it was like every day that I was, trying not to cry like you know and when I was at work or something um but just everything feels so close to the surface and it feels really really raw um really uncomfortable um but just like allowing ourselves to like keep moving through it like the only way out is through like that's just what we have to keep keep doing and it feels really intense right now. Um, but Pluto square to the north node in Aries, I feel like is bringing us that tension point. It's like, 
okay, like we want to embark upon this new quest, this new frontier, stepping forward into our sovereign experience of Aries and creating a totally new reality. And Pluto is like, okay, cool. If you're committed to that, like, here's what we have to do. And Pluto doesn't mess around. Like, Pluto wants you to be so fully in your power and, like, in your true, like, spiritual power that it will make you, like, go through the, like, the worst of the worst in order to, like, fully step into that. Um, so I think that's possibly a lot of what we've been feeling um, with that really strong Pluto energy, just asking, like, the most of us to just, like, every day, it's, like, just that feeling of, like, here we go again, like, here's, you know, the same experience, uh, the same karmic experience that I've just been, like, living day in and day out, and, you know, that could be any number of things, that could be a relationship that could be um, a, a pattern, um, a habit, an addiction, a thought pattern, an emotional pattern, um, a health issue, or, you know, your body having some sort of symptom that's like communicating to you that something in your physicality is trying to get your attention, right? I mean, and that's so incredibly challenging. Um, I speak from experience of that. Um, with this Virgo and you know sun season energy, Virgo is the body. You know, we've we've all been really, I think, feeling a lot around our health, our well being. You know, that just comes with the territory of Virgo season. Um, and it can be so fucking challenging when we feel like we've been doing everything we should be doing to, like, take care of our bodies. And, like, yeah, you know, maybe our stress level is a little too high and maybe we're not managing that, like, maybe as well as we could be. Or maybe we're, you know, like, maybe that's where we're faltering in our stress and our cortisol levels are like deeply impacting our physiology still but it's like we're eating right we're exercising we're getting good sleep you know it's like gosh like I feel like I'm doing everything right you know Virgo perfectionist over here and yet like my skin is still breaking out like yeah I've spoken to this before it's like I've been having you know, what I feel is the most atrocious skin issues, you know, for the last two years. And it's just like, I've tried so many things and it just never seems to resolve. And it's absolutely discouraging. It's incredibly frustrating. Um, if anyone out there has struggled with acne, um, it's just, you know, until you've gone through that experience, you don't really know, like, how deeply it affects you. Like, it has literally affected my entire perception of myself. And it's, and it's illuminated. Like, my 
capacity or my, um, you know, pattern of basically perceiving my worth in terms of how I look, right? And like, we kind of all know that we like, yeah, there's a lot of, you know, pressure we place on ourselves to like, be a certain weight or look a certain way. And it's like, you know, until you are having like, significant, you know, blemishes that are like directly in your awareness and you're not really able to like avoid. Um it doesn't yeah, it doesn't really hit you to until you feel that level of like core um self-rejection that you're like, "Wow, okay, like this is really really illuminating to me my pattern of um self-rejection and um, based on my flaws, based on my, my blemishes. And, you know, we just live in a culture that's so, like, um, fabricated and what's the word I'm looking for? Um, you know, just like seeing all the images on Instagram that are, gosh, I can't think of the word now, um, filtered, filtered. We live in a filtered world. And, we're constantly digesting, taking in that information and subconsciously understanding, well, I don't see anyone else on Instagram with acne. I don't see anyone else on Instagram with blemishes or, you know, like what we're choosing to follow definitely impacts our subconscious beliefs about this world when in reality it's like so many people don't have flawless skin or so many people you know are just posing in a certain light to make themselves look thinner on social media and it's just it's all an illusion um and I think that's Neptune as well it's like the illusion of perfection So I think that's also getting illuminated. It's like, why have we been taught that we have to be perfect, like in order to be worthy of honestly like existing? Um, So that's kind of a side note, but that's definitely like near and dear to my personal experience of having pretty like chronic um, breakouts and it's just, it wears, it really, really wears on you, um, because you just don't feel like yourself, you feel embarrassed, even though you shouldn't feel ashamed for your body having some sort of response, um, but there's so much shame and wanting to just, like, hide and, the depression and all of that, like the mental health gets really impacted and it's just, it's a lot. So, you know, I'm like, I've spoken before, I think on the last episode, I'm about to be moving to Kauai, um, to embark upon a new chapter. You know, this is, this is Aries. This is North node energy. This is stepping into that new adventure, that new creation of self. And 
I'm feeling that. And at the same time, like, gosh, like all this shit is coming to the surface, literally on my face. And I just feel so like unworthy of that new beginning. And like, how are people going to perceive me like in this new environment? Like, you know, am I going to be judged? Am I, you know, just feeling that like fear of other people's perception and just feeling, yeah, like really down about not having a new beginning that comes with like a a compromised sense of self, I guess. Um, But you know, that is a lot of the Aries Chiron transit as well. So, you know, we have so much Aries energy, this upcoming Aries full moon. It's actually a super moon. It's the second of this month. Um, It's landing on the 29th at six degrees of Aries at 557 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, So this, you know, illumination of Aries, um, Chiron is still in Aries, illuminating our wounds our fractured sense of self um can we simultaneous feel and experience those wounds and also have the capacity to keep showing up to keep choosing to align with that highest version of self you know because it's it's not. It's not like we choose a new wonderful path and, you know, it's not like things are going to automatically be perfect. And I think that's such an illusion. That's such a Neptunian delusion. It's like we're still going to be us to some capacity. It's not like we make a change and suddenly it's bliss and happiness and joy and liberation and everything is wonderful and it's like yeah maybe there is some of that but I think we have our multi-dimensional experience our multi-dimensional self to give that fullness of experience like we can feel you know the excitement and um yeah like that we're stepping forward we're carving a new path and we're also still really struggling in these areas of self-confidence self-worth um self-esteem um you know really being just fully comfortable in our skin so you know maybe it doesn't have to be one or the other and we can just keep showing up and you know, there might be fears, of course, around, like, worthiness of this new experience, but obviously, we're worthy of it, because it's happening, and uh, we might as well, like, keep opening up to it, so, you know, this Aries full moon energy, um, just kind of illuminating that Aries Chiron energy, Aries North Node, where we're going, Um, but we will be having some other aspects. Um, 
not any major aspects for this full moon. The full moon in and of itself is pretty standalone, which kind of speaks to the Aries energy as a whole. You know, Aries energy is independent. It's, you know, the I am of the zodiac. Um, Aries rules the head. Um, it's, you know, the ego. It's, you know, this is who I am. This is what I stand for. Um, so that's kind of interesting. But we will have the sun in Libra. So we'll have this, you know, Aries-Libra axis um, that we're straddling, you know. And Aries is the self. Libra is relationship to other. So we're constantly with these energies having this back and forth between, you know, well, who am I? And then Libra, you know, well, you know, who am I in relationship to this person or to this thing? So, you know, Libra is all about relationships. And with that Libra energy ruling our south node, we're definitely um, moving through a lot of karmic unwinding around um, outdated modes of relating, um, codependency, people-pleasing, um, just any toxic dynamics in our relationships are, I think, being illuminated as, as well with these energies. So we also will be having um, Mars. So this is also a Mars-ruled full moon because Aries is governed by the planet Mars, which, you know, Mars energy is definitely intense. Um, if you know any Aries-ruled people, um, you can probably understand this. You know, there is an intensity. It's like an underlying fire that never really goes out. <laughs> it's just like, per like simmering, simmering in the background. And any little thing can like expand the fire um, or kind of quiet the fire. So you know, that Martian energy is very, like, it's, it's the warrior, it's, you know, taking action, it's um, masculine energy. So definitely, you know, can be a time of really um, activating emotions. Um, you know, anger can definitely be an energy with Aries. Um, passion, you know, that excitement factor, um, but just definitely that Martian and, you know, more uh, like warrior-esque energy can definitely be coming up during this full moon. So Mars is in an interesting position. Um, it's in the sign of Libra. So Libra is opposite Aries. So Mars will be opposite um, the moon. So we kind of have this, um, you know, tension point with that opposition. Um, we have that Mars in Libra, which is honestly a very challenging placement. It's, it's detriment. You know, Mars does not really want to be in peacemaking Libra. I mean, they're very opposite energies. You know, Libra is all about keeping the peace and harmony, and um, Mars is about you know, taking action and, 
um, being the warrior. <laughs> so it's a, it's a weird placement for Mars right now. And I think we all can feel maybe some agitation um, with that placement. Like we're wanting to take, keep taking action, um, but we're feeling maybe a lot of like energies that are um, circulating in our relationships right now. Like there's just a lot of drama, it feels like, um, personal drama, relational drama, um, and we can get kind of caught up in either our own drama or in maybe another person's drama. And, you know, Libra is that, like, you know, wanting so badly to, like, help and, um, you know, just, yeah, be that, be that person for someone else who might be having a hard time right now. And, you know, that's fine. Um, we can be deeply compassionate and empathetic always. Um, and just knowing, you know, where the boundaries, where the limits are, um, where, you know, maybe like we're not in the best state right now either <laughs> um, to like fully compromise like our integrity and what we can offer someone else right now. So just, you know, being aware of that, I think is also important. Um, so yeah, this Aries full moon you know, the energies of the self, um, freedom, courage, you know, it takes unbelievable amounts of courage to honestly just show up every day um, in this lifetime. Like, there's so much happening all the time and so much complexity of human experience, you know, and I think just allowing for that variation is key to knowing that, you know, no, no emotion, no state is ever truly permanent, even though when we feel those negative emotions, it can feel like it's never going to end. So, um, yeah, this full moon energy is pretty straightforward but it's a prelude to the eclipse season, which will be happening in October, on October 14th in the sign of Libra, and then October 28th in the sign of Taurus. So it kind of feels like we're just getting started. Um, and I never want to speak any fear or worry into, you know, future transits. Um, eclipse season can definitely bring up a lot. Um, a lot of quick, fast changes, shifts, timeline activations, um, you know, purging of emotions. Um, it, can be, it can be a more intense time. But, you know, if you're anything like me and you've chosen to uh, move, you know, across the ocean to an island far, far away from any and all semblance of, you know, uh, what you pre previously, you know, know and, um, experienced in your life. Um, yeah, it takes a lot of courage and yeah, maybe, um, I don't know, a dose of insanity to, <laughs> um, embark upon that, um, especially during upcoming eclipse season. So, you know, I'll be full, 
in the thick of newness and um you know maybe that'll be enough for my eclipse energy um new new job new home new state new environment um new everything so yeah i feel like a lot of us are embarking upon something pretty big something pretty unknown um and it takes like so much commitment and faith and courage and just deep loyalty to our soul's path and you know our minds might continue to chatter away about how you know something is not in the perfect state of condition we'd like it to be right now maybe our health is not in a great place or maybe our relationships are not super aligned or maybe you know our I don't know our habits or you know our thought patterns are not very you know aligned to where we'd like to be and I think just continuing to show up for ourselves to be very kind to where we're at and you know notice the intense emotions that come up around believing things should be different um and really just holding ourselves very close as we navigate through those intense emotions so you know aries full moon can bring intensity um this pluto square the north node in aries intensity um eclipse season intensity but you know as best we can like keep connecting with the part of you that knows that everything is going to be okay in the end like in the end of this human experience whenever that may be for us like everything is going to be okay and it's a wild ride this human incarnation it's an extra wild time to be alive um but there is you know solace with other humans and and, and awakened souls that are on this journey as well um you know and that we are definitely here for a reason and a mission and a purpose um even when it feels absolutely crushing and uh debilitating so yeah just keep keep with yourself keep staying close to yourself um stay close to others that remind you of your you know light your truth um your hum- that your humanness is always welcomed always okay uh, it doesn't need to be diminished or judged or minimized or that there's something deeply wrong with your emotional experience. So stay close to those that um allow you to be exactly as you are. And you know, for those countering experiences of those who show you um the external judgment and ridicule and criticism, just 
you know, take to heart that everyone is having their own personal hell or heaven and own projections of their own um, beliefs around having emotions. And it can very deeply hurt us when another is not able to love and accept us in that vulnerable state. But it's always a pointer back to how much more deeply can we bring that love to ourselves and reach out to those containers of relationship that can, and we know without a doubt can offer that loving reflection back to us because that that is truly what we need to heal um, that wounded, fractured self. So, all right, well, this was a longer one, but... Um, I hope it resonated and spoke to you on a very real and human and soul level. Um, so this Aries full moon just, you know, keep keep showing up, um, you know, keep choosing the path forward and be so gentle with any and all emotions that might be surfacing for you. All right. Well, thanks so much for tuning in. And until next time, may your mind be reminded that imperfections are a part of your humanity. And may your heart offer compassion and love for your exact human experience. And may your soul continue to guide you and hold the entirety of your human experience. All right. Thanks so much and talk to you all next time.